Shares of Lovesack higher today, adding on to a rally that over the past year has gained 1,000% after this earnings this morning. Investors like the stock. We've got the CEO joining us, Sean Nelson, founder and CEO at Lovesack. Uh, Sean, uh, thanks for being here on the program again. Uh, last time you were here, we were talking about the dynamics of people buying your couches and your and your Lovesacks. I got to be careful to make sure to call them the right thing here. Uh, obviously, they like them a lot. Comp sales of 45%. Of course, everybody wants to know if you can keep up this growth post-pandemic. Yeah, we're very bullish on the furniture category, particularly our couch category. Um, it's been strength on strength. Obviously, going into the pandemic, which is part of the reason we're up a thousand percent, our shares, along with so many retailers, tanked as people didn't know what was going going to happen. But as uh, now looks clear in hindsight, the home category has exploded. People are at home. They've been redecorating. People are going to be at home more. People are going to be moving. People have, have built new habits. They're, they will continue to be buying couches and hopefully uh, at that hours, um, which is, as I view it, the best one in the category. So, so we're excited about what the prospects of the future hold. Sean, uh, thinking about that future, do you have all the cash that you need or is there an opportunity to use the stock to uh, issue shares and uh, give yourself even more of a tailwind uh, for the uh, financial dynamics of your business? You know, I think for the foreseeable future, we feel really good about our cash position. We ended uh, the year with over 70 million in cash up, uh, you know, not quite double of where we were last year in, from a cash position standpoint. The company's been running profitable and stockpiling. And so um, we feel really good about our liquidity. We feel good again about our performance and our performance uh, outlook going forward. Okay, so looking at uh, the plans uh, here going forward, uh, obviously the earnings in the bottom line flipping from a negative to a positive is a big deal in terms of uh, where some of the estimates were and uh, just the overall climb that you're, you're seeing for the bottom line. That is going to be a permanent thing now where Lovesack's going to be making money every quarter? Yeah, Lovesack's making money. Uh, perhaps not every quarter. You know, we are uh, a high growth business and we invest in lumps um, and each quarter is a little bit different than the last. We all really only take an annual view of our progression of this business from a financial standpoint. And we've turned that corner on profitability annually. We're really excited about that. We will continue to make progress. We will continue to uh, be profitable. And um, we, we intend to continue to be very high growth. So uh, it's a new, new age for sure. What does the growth look like uh, at the furniture uh, company right now? Is it new types of uh, uh, items? I know that your product suite has expanded. I was in the store over here uh, in the West Loop a few weeks back. Uh, uh, great team over there, by the way. Super helpful, nice people. Um, but uh, looking at them, one, I mean, they're pretty pricey, as we talked about last time. We know that the economy has been pretty hot. I know there's a lot of customization you can do on these. I was amazed to see all the different ways you can customize a love set. And then, of course, as you do that, some tend to get more expensive. So what's the growth if we're looking at a less kind of jubilant economy one, two years down the road? What does the Love Sack suite look like? You know what's cool about our product is, is our price point is sort of a luxury price point, no doubt. But our product is about value, meat and potatoes, kid-proof, life-proof, move-proof, uh, pandemic-proof couch, you know, that's washable in your washing machine. And 
can move with you. I have sectionals in my living room right now that are older than my 13-year-old daughter who had a birthday yesterday, mated with brand new sectionals pieces from last year. And we'll continue to expand the platform with charging devices and storage seats and other things to come, even this year, a major innovation to come, that will plug and play with the sectionals you already own. So we're not, even though the price is high because the quality is there, it's a product built to last a lifetime. Uh, it's a product that sells to everyone and should be in every home somewhere. And I'm confident we're going to we're going to make that happen over the next decade or so. Now, you've talked about some of that uh, spending before, in particular, uh, this report, you talked about uh, what you want to spend. Um, where does a lot of that where does that expense go? Is it more on the uh, the actual brick and mortar? presence where you want to have more walk-in stores, hiring more people, or is this going to be about continuing to expand the different types of products, customizability, et cetera? Both. Uh, you know, last year was an unprecedentedly profitable year for Lovesack. We were on a path to make progress at the profit line, no doubt, have coming off years and years of high growth with, you know, around break even. It was time to turn that corner. However, we sort of supercharged it by pulling back on expenses. We had to lay off all of our retail employees, go totally online. And so we had a light expense structure last year and an almost total freeze on hiring. Yes. We have to make those hires this year. We have to build this company to have the infrastructure to grow past a billion in sales someday. And the company is essentially doubling around every 18 months. And so the infrastructure to support that is not there today. We, we are leaning into building that out and, and putting some expense back. Uh, on the company this year, which is why we've we've given you know pretty uh, conservative outlook going forward, and um, but we'll continue to grow fast and and build into that and you know make progress over the next few years to where we can achieve a more mature mm. EBITDA profile. Sean, one more here about the products in the supply chain. One of the other things I've noticed on the site a few times over the past several months is you'll have items that are either sold out or certain styles that are sold out obviously speaks to the demand that you're seeing. But I'm curious if any of that has come from the production side as we've seen some supply chain disruptions across different industries. Are you changing anything post-COVID? Did you learn anything that you need to change for your supply chain? Listen, we are we are feeling all of the same effects that everyone's feeling, but we have a lot of insulation from that. One, we pack uh, the ways that sectionals pack down; they're made to ship, even FedEx to your door, and so on on a container basis. They pack, you know, multiple times more efficiently than anything like it in the couch space. And then beyond that, because those pieces are dissociated from their covers, which is the style component. We may be out of a, a cover or two here and there, but there are always sectionals in stock flowing. As, as there's all this choppiness in the supply chain, we're insulated from it because of these unique features of our product. And so um, we're feeling it, but it's not uh, been had any kind of dire effect on our business. And we are in stock, we are selling today. And one of the only couch companies that could sell right through the pandemic, because we could deliver to your door touchless and that will continue as okay. a strength. Thanks for being here, Sean. Pretty amazing story. Looking forward to more. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Sean Nelson's founder and CEO at Love Sack, ticker L-O-V-E.